2: Lori and Julie are here to make it a lot more fun for you guys this afternoon, and we're going to start the show off with just one small clip to laugh a little bit. Kevin,
3: how are you? Oh. Hi, Julia. It's, oh, say that again.
2: Hi, Julia.
3: <laughs> I wanted to meet you forever. It's so nice of you to come in studio. Do you mind if I sit on your lap?
2: <laughs> <laughs> cozy up, girl. It's the right day to cozy up, right? It
4: really, 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 oh. really is.
2: Can you imagine cozying up with Kevin right now, watching mm-hmm. some movies mm-hmm. in this weather?
4: Woo. Everywhere I went today, people wanted to talk to me about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Grocery store. Um, Did you know these people? Oh, or yeah, yeah. Like, these? I know the cashier. Sure, you know, okay. I know the cashier at Lunds um, uh, when I was at Memorial Blood Center, and then when I was at Walgreens. Oh, Everyone is watching this soap opera, and there's no court today, so we got to take a break. From everything, but Whew. did you watch any recaps okay, last well, night or anything?
3: Here's the disgusting thing. So, I <laughs>
4: played tennis, didn't get home to
3: like after 10. And I sat down and the first thing I wanted to watch, to watch was court, court TV. TV. I know. So, But I've never watched court TV before in my life. I don't think we have. And um, watching, they do like... The pre, the post, I mean... Then they, they show
4: each witness, the they, ACLU attorney, they, the bodyguard, they but have little they clips. then do,
3: they do, um, you know, how do you... Then they have a panel of attorneys from all over, way in. It was... I
4: can't stop watching it. I, I know it. I can't stop watching I it. I mean, to me, the most damning evidence was yesterday when the ACLU attorney uh, testified that they wrote Amber Heard's domestic violence op-ed... They all knew it was about Johnny Depp. It was vetted several different ways to make sure she wasn't violating her NDA and her divorce settlement. And it was timed to coincide with her film release of uh, Aquaman.
3: And she, and that was all clearly said. And the other thing, you know, when we think people writing op-eds, we think they're writing it. We don't think someone else is writing that
4: for them. And they admitted that she had promised them that she was going to give them three and a half, half of her divorce settlement. Yes. And so that's why they wrote this letter, and they said uh, she's only paid them half of the money, and some of that came from Elon Musk
3: and Johnny Depp.
4: Johnny Depp, a yep. hundred thousand, yep. five hundred thousand from Elon Musk, and. Anyway, that and then the bodyguard, the the Scottish bodyguard we Johnny were watching. Depp's bodyguard. We were watching him yesterday, listening to his great burr. <laughs> I mean really There's
3: nothing like a Scottish, Scottish
4: accent. It,
3: it really is fun. Oh uh, I pick it up, people, if you want a new bar trick. <laughs> right, right. Uh he admitted all he
4: he testified under all kinds of things and he's been with Depp since like two thousand and five or something. He used to his first year he guarded The Kids. The kids in Vanessa mm-hmm. and then he moved on to Johnny, but he said that Amber Heard told him that she pooped in his bed. That that uh-huh. was her poop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, uh, that Johnny, um, he saw him all the time with scratch marks and fat lips, fat and lips, bruises. and including on the honeymoon. And yeah. that the as soon as they got married, Johnny started getting quieter and Amber started getting feisty. Um, and he shared a photo that he took of Johnny mm-hmm. and the business manager. For Johnny Depp testified that the it kept going up and up and up. The amount
3: of money for the that divorce s- settlement that mm-hmm. she wanted it started at seven.
4: It started at four, four, and then it got worse, and then it went from five to five and a half, then to seven. Then she wanted him to pay her his attorneys, and at the end she was asking for fourteen million. Is she plus? In, just, is she
3: in financial troubles? She says she is that's why she isn't pay, pay, paying the other part of her charitable okay. contribution.
4: Yeah. But she also- and she threatened to publicly serve him with a restraining order if he did not let her continue living rent-free in the penthouse and keep the car for the year after the divorce. Wow. That was testified to. something. Cool. Wow. So and then of course that agent, oh yeah, Christian Carino when he testified and he said he testified that well a uh, he thought Johnny Depp was the finest actor of his um, generation. generation. But he said absolutely he was fired from by Disney because of that op-ed. Yeah. Without question. Yep. And he named names, Bruckheimer and somebody yep. else. And then also uh, shared an email that exchanged between him and Amber about she was like, oh, Elon is breaking up with me. And Christian was like, I thought you were just dating him to fill space. Well, I, I am, but I still don't like a public breakup. And then he said, well, quit Quit dating, dating popular guys, famous, <laughs> famous men, famous men. Anyway, so yeah, a lot happened. We're taking a break for the weekend, but you can watch Court TV and you can watch any and of they these will, little snippets.
3: It's twenty four oh. hours. I feel oh, yeah. like it's on a twenty four feet. It's it's addictive because it is. you know what I was thinking. We've talked about you know that new show with Julia Roberts and Sean Penn about the mix. Gas- so Gaslit Gaslit yeah. about Watergate. I was thinking, I know. My parents were compelled to sit... They wanted to watch that when it was happening. Yeah. But it was daytime TV, but I think my mom watched it with... I mean, Mm -hmm. because it was all your your only choice. And I thought, you know, if it was good, like, you know, that was our government. And this just... This is so fascinating to me. I want to keep watching. So it's Court TV, people. It's yeah. an extra app. You can watch it on your phone. You can take it with you anywhere. Right. I think they're making a killing right now because they're oh. getting
4: so many new eyeballs on Court TV. And yes, they are. And they're cutting to a lot of commercial breaks. So people are buying ads because they know that people are well, watching. It's
3: unbelievable.
4: And HLN, on your, if you have Sirius Satellite, they're playing it. The- Live, Live huh. Monday through Thursday, and I mean, then they have the legal beagle experts weighing in, and it's just like, you can't, he really has nothing to lose, he, lose which I guess is why he's gone forward with this, because we couldn't figure out why, why he's he it. it. Why would he do it? Why didn't he just let it go? And
3: drag his face, drag us through the mud again, but
4: when, you know... Yeah, here we are, eyes glued to our newest. It's like show. a soap opera. Lori. Yeah, yeah. it literally is. is. It's a ten-episode series. If it goes. Six weeks actually it'd be like a 22. It would be like a regular network show. Yeah, every 21, day. 21, 22 episodes over six
3: <laughs> So weeks. next week, do you think like by midweek? She will be on the stand She's at some start, point. Yeah, I read week.
2: somewhere that they're hoping like by Monday even it might look like. Yeah, the mail was reporting that hopefully by Monday they'll have her on the stand. And, so. that, and
3: then I all the not... legal beagles are talking about what an actress she is. You know, they're both actors. You Either know, they both are. What's, what's going to happen right. with her and how she must be very compelling because in the UK they ruled in her favor.
4: Right. Right. So. Yeah, and lower standard. But I thought when the ACLU admitted that about the op-ed that they wrote it for her. Yes. And that it was timed and that she was promised them money. Money. And I thought that was very, if if I'm a juror, that's very damning. <laughs> very yeah. much so. And then she he gets let go three days after that op-ed. Mm-hmm. And that the ACLU testified, we all knew it was about depth. Right. And we just kept refining it.
3: And how are you as a juror? How do you stay away from the news? Well,
2: don't, you, they, usually li- not, not, don't they
4: usually. I don't know that they're sequestered. They're, oh. I, they're not sequestered no. in this case, I don't think. But how I think do you. It's stay- the honor system, Julia. Know, it's oh the honor gosh, system. Oh, my gosh. you just be like. Well, you're there every day when you, you you're seen in person. Singing, you're you're probably need-
3: bored. You need to go home and be with your family. You got your per diem of $54.
4: That's right. <laughs> and a snack and, of
3: pretzels. That's right. Yeah,
4: and, and you've seen everything happening. So I don't think you'd have yeah. a big
2: desire to. Did, did they sequester the it. jury for OJ? Back oh yeah. So that oh, one yeah. was sequestered, because that's a murder trial, a little different, yes. not defamation. Yeah. Okay. Yes,
4: definitely. All right, listen, when we get back, it's our story we can't get enough of. I like that song. That's really good. It's really good. I wonder He's
3: going to be on um, Jimmy Fallon tonight. Oh, is he? Yeah. And his ex-girlfriend, Camilla Cabello, uh-huh. is the new um, one of the new ambassadors at Victoria's Secret.
4: Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Very
3: nice. All right. They're just
4: going their own way. That's right. So the first Monday in May is upon us, Julia. Yes. And the uh, Met Gala is back to its regular schedule. The Oscars of fashion, the Super Bowl of fashion, fashion's biggest night, whatever you want to call it. Um, and the dress code is Gilded Glamour. And the best that I can come up with that's the translation for that is Opulence. Okay, that's a good one. Opulence, opulence, opulence. And uh, GMA had it timed. And um, our friend Sue from Chapter 2 Books gave me an advanced reader copy of Anna, the biography, the unauthorized biography of Anna Wintour. And GMA, some shady producer, uh, booked... um, Uh, the biographer of this uh, Anna Wintour biography Uh, her name is Amy O'Dell she was sat down with Deborah Roberts today yes to talk about the book which profiles Anna Wintour who's been editor-in-chief at Vogue for 34
0: years let's take a listen she's the most powerful force in the fashion world an unmistakable presence who's become iconic with that cool demeanor and the classic Bob and those sunglasses She's been called Nuclear Winter by those who fear her, but others fawn over winter. So who is the woman behind those designer shades who captivate celebrities and politicians alike? Well, writer Amy O'Dell offers a revealing look in her new book about Vogue's long-reigning editor-in-chief.
1: Anna Wintour is someone who has been at the helm of Vogue for 34 years. In
0: her new book, Anna, the Biography, longtime fashion writer Amy O'Dell offers a glimpse behind Anna Wintour's designer shades.
1: The sunglasses are actually prescription. I learned that she really reveals a different side of herself to different people in different areas of her life. Did she approve of this book? I thought I was going to have to give up writing this book. Anna's office got wind of the fact that I was working on this, and she offered a list
0: and soon, more than 250 of Wintour's colleagues, acquaintances, and friends began talking. What fascinates you about her?
1: Many people, myself included, know Anna very well from Meryl Streep's depiction of her in The Devil Wears Prada. We the, movie, the, the director. director of the movie, told me that when Anna Wintour gets to work, everyone is in a titter. Gird your loins. She is a titan in the business world. She advises people in the entertainment world. Bradley Cooper. When he had a script for A Star Is Born, but had not yet cast Lady Gaga, he sent it to Anna Wintour, seeking her feedback. Serena Williams told me that when she was struggling with tennis at one point in her career, she talked to Anna on the phone, and the advice that Anna gave her enabled her to go on and win Wimbledon.
0: Anna Wintour may very well be known for the Splashy Met Gala event
1: are there two sides to Anna Wintour many people said she has a very cutting and hilarious sense of humor she's someone someone described to me as a matriarch she's someone who wants to be remembered actually not for her magazine work but for her philanthropy
4: so and she's dating Bill Nye, who we know from love actually playing the aging rock star that's who she dates you and, think
1: it
3: is Christmas. He yeah, sings that funny song.
4: Right. And um, the the catty conversation that Tom Ford had is from that book where he talked about, um, he dragged people, specifically Katy Perry, who turned the Met Gala into a costume party. Mm-hmm. And he also dragged Kim Kardashian, um, not by name, but by describing what they wore, so that is from this book, okay? that that uh, Tom Ford story. And um, yeah, I'm very curious to read the book. I'm sure that they she didn't interview Tim Gunn because he said everything he's had to say about Anna. And she wouldn't have been on the list. But I'm impressed with the number of people that she that talked w- 100%. to.
3: 100%. Now, Grant, there's a famous day. Lori and I are walking on a street. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> what happened?
3: In New York City. And, I, and we're just walking and... First Slow we waves. saw the
4: Reverend Al Sharpton. Yes,
3: we did. Yelled and, and, and waved at him. And Heck it was yeah. right by where our cousin Danny lived. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we see this person get out of the car and we're looking at her and she, you go, Julia, Julia, that envelope <laughs> was Anna Wintour because she's as thin as an envelope. <laughs> she, was, she goes, that was Anna Wintour. Was, yeah. She looked like an envelope.
4: Yeah, she was so, so little pretty.
3: Well, it's it, it's interesting that she says that about people going to her for, for advice. For well, all the Serena Williams ones because she was good friends and always sat in Roger Federer's tennis box for Wimbledon and U.S. Yeah, Open and yeah, yeah. stuff. So I knew there was something there, but I, I, I mean, she obviously has to be something to have the reign of Vogue, one the top fashion magazine forever. Yeah, you know, for yeah. that long. Well, and then she started the Met Gala. She wanted to be known for philanthropy in 1995. Um,
4: it's was been the very first year mega fashion ever since. Now this year, Adele is supposed to be there. That's that's uh, on Dumois. according to okay. Dumois, Adele, of course, Kim Kardashian. Now, will she be with Pete or not? Who knows? Courtney, who's never been before. And Chloe, who's Chloe has never been before. They might be there uh, with okay. Kim and Chris. Oh, Chloe Chris. So- would
3: be there because she would be with her husband or few. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm what flavor are you holding now open your eyes and check out
2: snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful snapple near you
0: hi everybody this is adriana Trajani. i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
3: Beyonce. You're
0: of Courtney. I'm thinking of Courtney. Yeah.
3: Chloe has never been.
4: And neither has Courtney. And Courtney, I guess Travis Barker uh, was invited, so she would be the plus one. So I don't know that we've ever seen Adele at the Met Gala. Regina King and Blake Lively are um, um, co-hosting. So is
3: Ryan Reynolds.
4: Yes. And Regina King, this will be her first public appearance since her son took his life. Oh. So, which was like maybe three months ago or something. And so, so, but she's not backed out of it, and she's—I think she's only gone to the Met Gala a couple years in a row. But every time she does nail the theme, and Grant posted some of her photos, and I don't know how Blake Lively can top her celestial heavens Versace gown, but she will. So we'll be—we'll tell people on you know Monday like how to stream it and watch that live, and then Andre Leon Talley's funeral um, happened today, Julia. And Anna showed she up. Was at, she was know. there. And Naomi Campbell, even though she was at the Prince's Trust Ball earlier this week, she was there And feathers and fur and a great hat. She was mm-hmm. great friends with Andre Lantelli. Tamron Hall would have been there, but she tested positive for COVID earlier yes, this week. They right. were good friends. Mark Jacobs was there. It was sort of a who's who, but it was an invitation only uh, service mm. apparently that, um,
3: and he was the fashion course director. He, he kind was of like second, you know. He was like, the fashion forever, until they had their fallout, and he wrote the book "Chiffon Trenches." Yeah, but, but he'd he didn't really let, slam her.
4: He mm, he let it be known that she was mean, yeah. and she dropped him. And he was very hurt because he had brought so much to the Vogue table. He yes. was hurt about that. But maybe they made up. They said,
3: remember, we heard that they made yeah. up before he passed. That's good. I,
4: All that's right. Good. So anyway, Gilded Glamour is coming to our coming our way on Monday. And we'll need it because, uh, you know, it's just rain, rain, more rain. So we're going to have to get our sun from our dresses and our sports. That's true. <laughs> so that is true. Right? Right? Let's
3: hope our sports.
4: Let's, yeah, hope, let's yes. hope, Fingers. What? One
2: hope, Waker. Yeah, well, that's what all we have as Minnesota fans is hope, right? But here
4: well, the news keeps coming out of your town, Julia, Vegas. Uh, have you recovered your town? You left oh. it behind on Tuesday. And I'm
3: glad I think I did. I watched it on TV. It looked like a zoo last night at the draft.
4: Between the draft and, yeah, CinemaCon still happening. And that used to be called Show West. That is where the movie companies, the the studios show to the theater owners all the movies that they should get excited about booking and booking for six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is. So, um, just a lot of good buzz, um, happening. This one made me very happy. What drew me in was Rachel McAdams posing with Keanu Reeves and, um, they just look so cute together, and i they were going to star in Passengers way back in 2014, if you guys saw that bad movie.
3: I, with Gwyneth Paltrow?
4: No, with no. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. I never saw The that. Astronaut. Oh, oh, it just got terrible reviews. Anyway, but they both bogged out of that movie, but Rachel McAdams was at CinemaCon because she was part of the Lionsgate presentation to promote... Are you there, God? Yeah. It's me, Margaret. And Rachel plays Margaret's mom, Abby. And of course, you know one Shoot of the one of the most famous lines from any book: uh, "I must, I must, I must increase my bust. Mm-hmm. The bigger, the better. The tighter, the The, titty, titty, the, sweater sweater sweater, the boys depending, depending on, on us.
3: I didn't know that was from that book. Yes, I thought that was
4: just a that. '50s oh, saying. No, no, that book wasn't written in the '50s. I know. I totally thought that was just around forever. Well, I never knew. Yeah, she she. Well, it's a famous line from that book, and I remember when I read that book in sixth grade. I fervently started praying for breasts, and doing this thing with a baseball or my hands, Grant, going like this to try and increase my flat pancakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I'm just like, oh my god, dear God, please give me breasts. Let me get a period. Please give me breasts. <laughs> never happened. But she was part of that festivities. Also, they were going crazy because So when does that movie come out? Oh, uh, that year? comes out September 16th. Okay. It's, um Well, actually, the gal who directed this movie is the same woman who directed Edge of 17. I loved that movie. Yeah. Um, Kelly Freeman Craig. And it's debuting at the Toronto Film Festival. And um, okay. also oh. That's the same date the movie premieres September 16th. Okay. Um, and then we also saw never people from CinemaCon saw the never before seen footage of Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker because the first teaser trailer was nothing but um Austin Butler as Elvis. Yes. So yesterday they showed the trailer with Colonel Tom Parker as played by Tom Hanks, and they said there will be Oscar buzz for Tom Hanks' performance. Because he's evil and captivating, and Austin Butler is so good as Elvis. They saw like 10 minutes of footage with um, 10
3: minutes. Wow. Yeah. Right. And
4: the dazzling visuals that are synonymous with Boslerman movies. Yes. So we posted that little extended trailer if you want to see that. They also showed, um, I forget what studio this is from, but this is the movie Babylon from the guy who gave us uh, La La Land, mm-hmm. Damien Chazelle. And it takes place in Hollywood, about Hollywood, in the 20s. It's an all-star cast in this. It's got um, Margot Robbie, uh, Toby Maguire, Olivia Wilde, Brad Pitt. And, um, of course, Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie were in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But that isn't going to premiere until January 6th, which that seems weird to me. January 6th, I always think of sort of the dead date I for a movie. Too. But uh, people are saying during Paramount's showcase at CinemaCon, people December
3: 25th, limited release. Okay, so a that wider... means two
4: cities. That's Hollywood yeah. speak. That's New York and L.A. So it be eligible for the Oscars. But, but that's about you know when the movies went from silent movies
3: moving into talkies. So it's that transition. What was going on in Hollywood?
4: Yeah, and we love stories about Hollywood. Brad and Pitt's wearing
3: a big prosthetic. Nose, I, don't
4: I don't that. want to know that.
3: No, but that's it. He's wearing. He's supposed to be um, a fake nose to play John
4: Gilbert. He um, was probably a silent. Yeah, I think there. he was a silent film star. Mm-hmm. I saw one picture of him on the set where he sort of had you know the hair parted over on the side like they did in yes, the, yes, in yes, the yes, 20s yes. and kind of a crop thing so so the people were very excited about that people also were really excited about the George Clooney Julia Roberts movie that's called Ticket to Paradise and they filmed that in Australia and Clooney and Julia Roberts play a divorced couple who reunites and travels to Bali to stop their daughter, played by Caitlin Deaver, from making the same mistake they made 25 years ago by marrying someone she just met.
3: And And the guy she just met is Gabrielle from Emily in Paris. That's right. His real name is
4: Lucas Bravo, and he's so hot. He's very, very hot, and uh, apparently... the the this the theater owners went crazy because there's a scene of George Clooney doing the running man uh, dance in this movie, and uh, the film is out October 21st. We see Clooney and Roberts do some sparring in a sharp-tongued, fun way. I guess it's filmed in Bali. And is incredible, and so that'll be a good well, thing.
3: Well, he kind of talks, Lori. he hasn't done, George Clooney hasn't done mm. a romantic comedy since One Fight Day with Michelle Pfeiffer. Wasn't she in that? Yes, that uh, was, I loved that in movie. In 1996, and famously, before that, he did a rom-com kind of cop one with Jennifer Lopez. Um,
4: out of sight? Out of sight. I didn't think of that as a rom-com. Well,
3: all right, it wasn't, all right, but there was just a... Sexual, there was sexual
4: tension there, but that but was a mystery. Hated That was other. a thriller.
3: Yep, that was a thriller. So one fine day. I hope it's good because No, did, this is called Ticket to Paradise. Yeah. Did he direct this? No. Good. Then it has a chance to be good. Right. His direct, his directing stinks. And the in the girl that plays their daughter, this Caitlin Dever. I mean, we know her from um Dope Sick. Mm-hmm. She's the young daughter that was addicted to opioids. She was also in that great thing that we watched, Unbelievable, the miniseries. Yes. about the rape victims mm-hmm. in Denver. with yes. oh, She's
4: a brilliant
1: actress, yes, so is.
3: I had to look her up, but she's so good.
4: She is so good, and it was um, apparently it was a hot night on Broadway last night, according to Roger Friedman. The Hamlet play, otherwise known as Macbeth, opened. Daniel Craig is in it. Ruth Naga plays Lady Macbeth. He... Um, I guess Barbara Broccoli produced this. Wow. So I wonder if Barbara produced this to get him to do that last Bond movie.
3: Yeah, Daniel Craig's, she's the family that does um, Bond.
4: Um, And And Brian Cranston was there, Miss Marissa Tomei, Candace Bergen, Oscar Isaac was there. Uh, Rachel Weisz was not there to support her husband on opening night, but um, Jeremy Strong was there, Maggie Gyllenhaal. It was just like... And and apparently Broadway is still very diligent and vigilant about COVID. Everyone had to show their car vaccination cards and wear masks. But um there's a long standing ovation and a couple of curtain calls. Would well, you want to see that? No, not at I all. I mean, so this is not at all. <laughs> I, I know.
3: I hate Shakespeare plays. Yeah.
4: Well, I wonder if that's why our um The Northman is suffering if it's too heavy on the Macbeth cuz that is, you know,
3: it's well that's what i said i mean my
4: yeah.
3: one of mine didn't like it yeah you know, i heard don
4: talking about it she's more theater
3: based yeah. I, I just i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll have to go and you. see it yeah you you're gonna see it grant's gonna see it mm-hmm.
4: and then i guess tootsie uh uh is debuted as part of broadway and hollywood which that is it was a middling hit on broadway but it's uh it's uh, now moved over to L.A. if people want to see Tootsie the musical.
3: I would want to see
4: that in a heartbeat. I love that movie more than anything. It's so good. And then I just wanted to tell you this, because this happened, I think, on Monday when you were gone. It, Laying that,
3: in that thing called the sun that that's happens right. in the sky.
4: Do you remember the movie Somewhere in Time?
3: Of course I do. I was at the place in Mackinac Island with Christopher Reeves and Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. Of course. Did you
4: know that those two fell madly in love? We did know this. Okay. I had forgotten that, but she um, uh, was at the TCM Classic Film Festival last weekend. Looking like a million bucks. uh, Looking like a million bucks. She said um, she had touched that they had a strong friendship, but she's now getting candid about their love affair. She said, here comes the story I'm officially telling you because Chris and I when we made the movie we literally fell madly in love and um, then she shared what happened she said when you see this movie you see the real thing but we didn't let anyone know so a few of the people worked on the show kind of sussed it out but we were as subtle as we could be we were madly in love and life was wonderful we were both single it was a fantastic amazing experience But the relationship came to a halt at the same time she filmed the scene where her character, Elise, and Christopher Reeves' Richard lose each other after the latter wakes up in his own time period because it's a time Mm -hmm, travel. mm -hmm. She explained what led to that, what happened that fateful day. She got the shocking news that Christopher Reeve was expecting a baby with with his ex-girlfriend the same day the actors were to shoot the love scene as well as the breakup scene. And uh, Chris just said, I need to talk to you about something. And he told me he was going to have a baby and that his ex-girlfriend hadn't told him. And she'd announced it to the world. Wow. I know.
3: I knew that they had a love affair, but, and I knew this... This story, I don't know how I... How would I have known this? Maybe I it was at
4: the hotel? I don't know. I don't know. And it, it was his it's ex, hotel- Gay Exton. They had a son named Matthew around that time. And um, she said, I just had to put my big girl pants on. But I had tears... The tears were real um, in the break, you know, in that scene. And she named one of her sons Christopher with the K because she...
3: Was so in love with him.
4: Yeah. Wow. And they did stay friends and everything, but she always wondered what would have happened. I just thought you would like that little vintage story. I love that. I knew I knew
3: knew that there was something. I feel like I've known this, but I don't know why.
4: Yeah. All right. There you go. All right. Listen, when we come back, we've got Maroon. uh, Five tickets we're going to give away. And Grant and I watch The best TV show that we both got sucked in and watched all three available episodes. Yes, serious. The offer when we come back. All right, what did you guys watch? We watched The Offer, which is on Paramount Plus, and it's it is about uh, follows the behind the scenes making of The Godfather, and it is. So good. Remember yesterday, we were talking about the critics didn't seem to like it. Yeah. The audience likes it. See,
3: that's my theory.
4: 91%. um, And basically, one of the critics that I like, I think someone from Variety said, if you love shows about Hollywood, about the inside information, 70s, you love The Godfather, this is going to be. Your show and Casey and I started watching it last night. I know Grant did the same thing. We watched all three episodes that were available. You couldn't stop watching. Is it watching like an it.
3: hour piece? Yeah, Miles. Plus?
4: Miles Teller plays the producer Al Ruddy, who worked for Robert Evans, who's played by Matthew Goody, Juno Temple. There's such a great cast of characters. The guy who plays uh, Francis Ford Coppola people will know him from um
3: Dan Fogler.
4: Dan yeah, Dan Fogler. People know him. I can't think of the movies in right now, but he's an actor comedian. He's abs- a fantastic beast is how many okay. people know him. He's fantastic. The guy who plays Al Pacino who's considered a nobody at the time. It's crazy. Anthony Ippolita, if you close your eyes Sounded just like Al Pacino. It was
2: perfectly done.
4: It, it makes me want to watch the documentary about Robert Evans. The kid stays in the picture because at the time... the.
0: I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
2: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
4: The the show opens. He's with Ali McGraw and she's yet to be cast in The Getaway because she leaves Robert Evans for Steve McQueen in real life.
3: Yes, I know. But it's just... And Grant, you loved it too.
2: Yeah, Miles. I mean, the development of the characters from episode one to three. And I actually made the mistake. I told Lori I started out watching episode, episode three, oh. and it was awesome. But then I went back and watched one and two, and it didn't even matter. It helped build up the backstory. But episode three was thrilling. But every character, I noticed that because I got the first glimpse of Miles Teller yeah. in episode three mm-hmm. compared to episode one before he had done Hogan Heroes or Al Rudy. Al R- Ruddy. Ruddy. And He's
4: still alive. He's an executive producer. On the show that's based mm-hmm. on the book, Take the Gun, Leave the Cannoli, which is a famous line from The Godfather.
2: And Miles is an executive producer as well. I yeah. didn't know this. And if you watch the show, you guys, they're really cool. You can learn some cool stuff. If you have Paramount Plus, after every episode, yes. there's like about a three to four minute I thing. I love those. I yeah. decided
3: I really like those.
2: Oh, yeah. They kind of give you the history yes. of
4: it, and it makes so much more sense. Totally worth a watch. Here's what I thought. We'll get to our contest in just a second. It's amazing. That a great movie ever gets made in Hollywood. There's yeah. so much BS with the casting, the money, where it's going to be filmed, who's going to direct it, who's going to star in it, who's shepherding it, the producers. Right. It's amazing we've ever gotten anything done. Because this is just like you can't even believe it. It's it's really true. We also just to get people, because it is going to be like a rainy weekend. So movies, music, you Every, know, going, yes. there's stuff to it. But we posted the trailer for the offer um and it would be worth doing the a Paramount of- Plus just for a month if nothing else for the show. It's so it's that good. good. How many it, like 10 episodes, okay. ten episodes. Oh my gosh, you've got me so excited about this. Yeah, and you know what? Um one of the things in the movie uh where the the, the mafia families in New York are not happy about this a movie being made, and the because, book was already out. The so book there, was yeah. already out, so they felt like that. You know, this book was giving mafia and Italians a bad name. And I'll never forget your dad telling me the story of taking Casey when he was at the probably inappropriate age of twelve or something to see The Godfather in the theaters. Didn't tell your mom, and your your dad told me he goes. I looked at Casey and I said, "What did you think of that movie?" And Casey looked at him, Dad. I'm so glad we're Italian. Yeah, and I knew he was going to say. I knew it, I, but I mean that's so. That funny. was the big worry yeah. that it was going to paint Italians. Right. So there's, we see kind of that get addressed in the movie. Giovanni Rabisi plays this uh, mafia boss, a uh, Columbo Frank Sinatra. And in Casey it. loved it too. Oh my God, we okay. couldn't stop watching so it. And fun. then the other show that is getting um, big, the critics. Are loving this one and i think the audience too it's based on john krakauer's true crime uh, bestseller about a grisly double murder that rocked this mormon community in 1980s it's called under the banner of heaven that's on fx starring andrew garfield uh but it, they're just like it's so tense and of course Jan, john krakauer he's amazing he's, he's an amazing writer and it's based on that um, Jurassic and, Park. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Yeah, he is amazing. Mm-hmm. So that's something else. Ozark is back tonight. The last five episodes. Frankie and um, Grace. Yep,
3: coming back. Yeah, and then there's. You're a, right. This is is going to be a nasty weekend. Yeah, the Timberwolves
4: so, are playing tonight. Yeah, I mean, there's just going to be a lot of stuff. TV. The, and then Elizabeth Moss is in. This series called Shining Girls, which we read the book by Lauren Buchess, and it was about a serial killer and time travel. I'm very, I'm very curious. She's how, so good, too. Yeah, she is. But he's
3: just a good actor.
4: Anyway, so that's another thing to watch.
2: Okay, well, Steve wanted to tell me, you guys, thank you very much. He's a listener every day. Oh, good. And he is a very big fan, so he's excited to go to Maroon 5 and just really happy to be a part of that oh, little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah, they put happy. on a fun
3: concert. I've seen him several times. There you go. Yeah. So. Cool, thanks, thanks Grant. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back.